Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, I'm going to level with you. I have my own things to deal with. After all, we are about to crash. Have a lovely landing. The Orphans, an original cinematic audio drama, is now available. And now, The Orphans Facility, an exciting new prequel series. Catch up with Season 1 with new episodes of Facility coming bi-weekly. The following episode of Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop. Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's going on, dear listeners? Pat DeBear here with another episode of Flame On. Now that's what I call Gay Life, episode number 475, because I can never remember what episode (laughs) it is while we're recording them. (laughs) I am joined today by BJ. Hello. And Josh. Hello. And we are here to discuss more things about our personal lives for your listening entertainment and the betterment of BJ's existence. Of course. See, you're getting it. Perfect. Right? Right? I'm not mad about it. It's been fun. It's The new me is trying to be more transparent and open and have conversations about things that old me probably would have shied away from. So... It's helped me to be a better person as well. We've heard stories about Bear Week. We know you're open. <laughs> For business 24-7. Hey! I mean, every, everybody's closed right now due to yes. Miss 19. Be- because uh, why don't we want to die, BJ? We don't want to die for mediocre dick. Mm-hmm, that's right. New merch coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> so we, on our last episode of Now That's What I Call Gay Life, we talked about uh, 
previous crushes that are not necessarily um, morally upright or, um, as some would say, problematic. You know, my favorite word. Um, <laughs> I couldn't think of any other word to use that I mean, wouldn't... It- that wouldn't be like, did you date a murderer? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in, in this instance, it it really does work. I just, it's one of those buzzwords that, like snowflake, that uh, it just seems like it gets utilized um, in such a demeaning fashion. You don't like the newest X Men? Wait, there's this. There's, oh, that's there's a mutant. I don't know if they actually use them in the comic yet, but supposedly. There was a uh, mutant named uh, Safe Space and uh, Snowflake. Yes, I remember hearing about that. Um, I forget what book it was uh, or what it's going to be a part of. But yeah, there's four new new characters that they had come up with. And I want to say that they are LGBT plus creators that are involved in the project. And there was a lot of pushback in the naming and all of this it's that's a whole topic for a different time but (laughs) yeah uh but we we did talk about our our previous crushes or people that we have dated been involved with that um were deemed problematic uh, in general drug dealer and then went and got donuts from krispy kreme where the woman (laughs) could smell the sex and shame coming off of you there was no shame well i mean (laughs) Live your best life, bitch. That's all I got to say. <laughs> so, and then we learned that Josh still hasn't really done much with his life. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is the, the guy's name is Much? Thought, I didn't, thought he had a different name. Hmm? <laughs> Too vague. Say <laughs> their name. <laughs> oh, so we are back to uh, chat some more. So, BJ, why don't you go ahead and take us away and tell us what we're going to be talking about on this episode of Now That's What I Call Gay Life. So, now that we're all pretty much locked down and either working weird hours or working from home, we've got a lot of time to check people's receipts. So, in the vein of uh, last week's episode, where I asked you guys about the history of dating problematic people... Uh, Would you date a Republican? Now we're going to talk about where the line is. Um, Something that maybe I'm just old and bitter. I probably am. That's that's where this is coming from, ladies and gentlemen, and other. Um, I have noticed that even though everybody's a bit more socially conscious, people are calling out uh, people are calling out issues either political or legal at this point. Um, Everybody's, everybody's like up in arms about a lot of things right now. Uh, But something that I still do kind of notice is that people kind of give a pass to the hot ones. And it may not just be somebody that's just classically hot, but I mean, stop talking about me like that. (laughs) Um, Something that I've just noticed growing up, um, maybe it's just because I'm a weirdo and I watch people when they think I'm not watching, um, but... I knew I saw you outside my window <laughs> last night. God damn it, BJ. All the way up there. 
I was going to say hi, but then I was staring at Havoc through the window, and he was staring back, and then I was like, mm, now it's weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, there was, especially being a child of the 80s and growing up in the pop cultures that I have, I've seen trends of physical beauty change and warp a bit they're definitely in a big flux right now with the whole idea of being uh thicc thick um and who's thick and who's not thick and who's actually thick and who has a dad bod who's and got who a dad is bod. just who's just beefy and um still muscular what it, what is your personal definition of a dad bod all that all that stuff so um i figured because we've talked a bit uh, but we've talked about the kinds of guys that we like or that we slept with and and um, people we've dated and everything. But I want to know, have you guys ever given a hot guy a pass, whether it's just you're working at a restaurant or something and you gave him some extra fries? Um, uh, maybe he was a bit of an asshole and you were like, you know what, I can fix him. Um you know when when have you when have you let stuff go because they're hot not not necessarily good at sex or you know particularly smart we're just talking about flat out physical beauty there's a diagram um of uh what a himbo is and a himbo is like the combination of beauty stupidity and like physicality um, and if you have too much stupidity, but not enough kindness, they're just a jock. But if you have too much kindness, but not enough good looks, they're just like a good guy. Um, so, so I will, uh, once again, uh, start with Pat. What is your optimal attractive man? Like if you could build the best looking person you can think of. And when have you let um, um, a massive hottie get away with something you wouldn't normally let anybody else get away with? Ooh. All right. <laughs> so let's start with the probably easier one. Although my um, tastes have fluctuated a lot lately, um, it used to be pretty simple that most of the people that I was most attracted to were older than me maybe because i'm i'm inching ever so much closer to 40 that the pendulum has swung a little bit the other way um i still do enjoy my daddies um so i will say probably ideally plus or minus five years from my age um ideally someone who's a bit taller Maybe the six foot, six foot two range. Um, I would like them to be thicker. Um, I'm trying to think if I can think of a, a person. So if you took Zach Efron's current body, Ooh. I know, right? Ooh. And added maybe an extra 10 to 20 pounds of just a little more fluff just a little extra um just to make it a little softer um 
that would be ideal. I do love a furry chest. Um, eyes are a huge deal for me. So maybe some nice blue eyes, green, brown, like just a light caramel color eye. Big Ooh. old eyes. Mm. Uh, I'm an eye person and I'm a chest person. Those are my two biggest uh, weaknesses when it comes down to uh, being attracted to somebody. Stop, <laughs> Stop it. Don't I got both. I got my both. eyes are up here. You have, you have eyes and a chest? Good to know. <laughs> so uh, so here's a quick question. Do you, do you call them tits? That's something I've been noticing more and more. Like man tits. Oh god, no, definitely yeah. not man tits. <laughs> moves? Uh, what about moves? Uh, it's okay, so cuz I like to call mine moves. Um, I do too, especially when I'm I'm chatting with somebody and then I push them together and you know, I'm like <laughs> I just really hey, do that. Ah. Um, you know, it's okay. I think it depends on if I'm trying to be funny and like playful. Um, a lot of times it's titties. I just enjoy, like, just because it's titties. across the board, it's just titties. Um, I hate, I feel like there's a lot of toxic masculinity that's being disguised when it's like, give me that boy pussy or show me those man tits. Like, it's still trying to be that overly aggressive male dominated like male over female type of thing mm -hmm. when you do when it's used that way like like the the dominant guy is trying to compare the not so dominant guy or the femme guy more to a woman to yeah. be to 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 elevate their masculinity correct okay and it and that person who is the 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 sub or the the partner in this scenario doesn't have to be femme or doesn't have to be um, as like they could be on a fairly equal masculine trait scale. Yeah, but they are still trying to assert their dominance. I, um, I think a real dom, a real person that has that sir mentality, can figure out ways to be a better dom than to have it be a masculine versus feminine type of thing. Um, but, I, I mean, I like calling them I mean, pecs, you know, moobs, boobs, titties, like, whatever. Mine are, mine are soft and jiggly enough for, for them to be uh, be whatever. But I, I don't, yeah, I, I, I'm not a, a man tits or that type of person to, to call them that. I just feel weird about that. <laughs> Pat's like, get off my areola. <laughs> get off my areola. That's the episode title. You know what that's from, right? I do. Come on, that's, BJ. Why, that's why I'm. I know. It. No, I know. That's why you said it, BJ. You don't know that, right? No. <gasps> Go listen to Yoga by uh, Janelle Monae. Oh shit! You're right. So get off my areola. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think, I mean, that's kind of like my, my ideal. I like there to be, um, some cushion. I like it to be soft and welcoming. So like a optimal, sorry, I've been piecing together this, this, this person in my brain. The closest thing I can think of to, 
television-wise, God, I've got to... We gotta stop aging ourselves in these episodes <laughs> because immediately I'm like, oh, like a slightly younger, more muscular Grizzly Adams. Because I think slightly younger for Grizzly Adams would be like your age. So I think I, I think you're pretty close with that, BJ. Um, I, I, I did a quick little Google search because I know the name, but I, it's I was never uh, a big watcher of uh, Grizzly Adams. Yeah. But I, I I could definitely see that, and yeah, um, you know, and it's weird because like that's it's it's an ideal versus like what I find attractive because um, my tastes can fluctuate for a lot of different things. Like, uh, give me somebody like Paul Hollywood, uh. melt. Give me somebody like Duff Goldman, who is in certain ways they have similarities, but you know, Duff is probably a bit doughier than Paul is, but they're both like, to me, both extremely attractive. Um, but then you've got somebody like an Idris Elba who is just like Ugh. perfection. Like it's a whole gamut of people that I find attractive, but I think overall the way I described is probably my, uh, my personal ideal that I could see myself probably ending up with. The, the, oh. When you're, when it's raining outside and it's cold and you're curled up in bed and you're thinking of who you would like to be putting their arm around you right now, that's the, that's the amalgam that, that you build out of pillows in your head. Correct. Absolutely. Perfect. All right. And now the more difficult question, um, when have you, have you ever, I mean, I would like to not assume that we all haven't given pretty people free passes but um when have you ever given a uh a per- the the closest to the amalgam man in your head a uh maybe an extra sh- song at karaoke or maybe some extra fries yeah so i think for the most part i i don't think i've done anything that has been a huge um question of whether or not like it shouldn't have happened or like that they were a, a douche but yeah they could be they it, it doesn't matter if like they could be a good person or bad person just you were like here's some here's a small fry they accidentally gave me an extra one <laughs> i definitely um I, I i definitely am swayed in the direction of uh being nicer to attractive men during karaoke for sure. Um, I think I called you out on it once. Probably, I, probably. <laughs> you were, oh, it was when you. It was the first time. I think it may have been one of my friends were visiting, or something was happening. It was. I think it was one of my friends visiting, and you were like, "When it's your first time doing karaoke, you have to take off your shirt." <laughs> and, I, and I was in the far background, and I just went, "That's a lie." It's not though. I just don't always enforce it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and that's probably where I'm a bad person. But whatever. I uh, if there is an attractive person, I'm like, hey, the rule is you've got to take your shirt off your first time. And we've established that like years ago. Yeah. Um, when I was just doing karaoke at Stonewall, and then it became bigger, more popular when uh, I went to Parliament House. And it became a thing. And it, it's always funny because 
a lot of uh, the people that I would do it to would kind of give me this look. And I'm like, that's the rule. And I would point to Chris, the bartender, because a lot of times we were on the same page about wanting to see them uh, sing shirtless. So he'd be like, uh, yeah, that's the rule. And I'd say 87% of the time it worked. But I, I've purchased shots for cute boys there is actually one in particular that uh his name is joey he lives in atlanta one of the most adorable one of the sweetest people that i met in my time working in the bear den so handsome so uh furry and not he's more of a an otter wolfish type so probably not normally the person that i would probably be most drawn to um, but he also was kind of flirty with me, so that was nice and made me feel a lot better about myself. <laughs> What's wolfish? Uh, wolf is an otter with more muscles. Gotcha. Um, at least that is the definition that I've become accustomed to, where an otter is usually just skinny and hairy. A wolf is uh, skinnier, but more defined, more worked out than uh, an otter. Gotcha. And uh, and then on top of that, I think Joey's first song that he did at Barioke was Prince. And at that point, I was like, I'm in love with you. Let's go get married. We're leaving. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're buying shots for this man right here. Um, he took his shirt off for, for his first song. And I held on to it because I was like, I don't need you putting this on in the middle of your performance. And he was one of those that uh, every time did you his first it? song. Of course I did. <laughs> You think I'm? You think I'm stupid? I'm gonna take advantage of that. Um, and it smelled delightful. And <laughs> every single time he would come in, because uh, he had a a client, uh, the company he works for had a client in Orlando, so he would come down every so often, and he would always come out to the bear, and he would hit me up and be like, "Hey, uh, is there karaoke tonight? I'm in town." I'm like, "Yep, come on down." And he every single first song of the night made him take his shirt off and he was always such a good sport about it um i've also done that for like if people are like oh can you bump my song up usually it's money but if they're really cute i'm like take your shirt off um some people call it an abuse of power i say i really have no power over you in the in that kind of situation you could leave i'm still gonna put you in for a song i'm you know there's no hr infraction there there's no hr at parliament house do you want to sing get on the I casting will... couch and take off your shirt you want to be a star <laughs> don't you <laughs> i mean that's what, that's how uh pat got me to do the uh bear den posters often like the first time he asked me he's like you want to be a star <laughs> take off your shirt <laughs> take it off Take off your pants, and next thing you know, I'm on my underwear. Do I have to? That wasn't the first, uh... No, the under... Was it? Was the it... underbear, not I... the first one? I thought Aaron Gobert was the first one, and then the underbear one was after. Maybe not. Maybe maybe it was. Those were definitely the first two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. I don't know. I just... Listen, I've had people that, their first time at my house, they were naked, and I was taking pictures for an ad for other people. I, I don't know how it happened, but it did. 
<laughs> you have them change in front of you. <laughs> well, no, like legit. Um, Austin, when he moved to Orlando, he legitimately pulled up in his car or the moving truck and his friend Rob was coming over to do uh, photos for me for something else. And um, he was like, all right, come with me. And then we got Austin to take pictures in the merch also. And we were like, all right, we'll change it or put this on or whatever. And he just got naked and changed. I was like, oh, oh, all right. Well, that happened. So, I mean, it's, it's tough. I don't, I try not to give pretty people too many passes in general. Because, again, I don't want to be that enabler. Um, and I, I, I don't get free passes because I'm not pretty enough um, to fall into this category. So, screw Aww. you, you don't get passes from me. <laughs> so, I think, that's, I think that overall, um, I mean, aside from, from just, like, silly fun shit like that, I don't think there's much that I've done. Um, I... It, with everything that's been going on, like I can think of a couple of social media famous people that have uh, pulled stupid shit and then do their. Uh, how long was uh, that video on Instagram, Josh? Uh, like, was it four or five minutes where it was just all tears and, oh, I'm so sorry, I did it. Those things were uh, the old. Was it, was it yeah. this model? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. There's. Um... That's interesting too to see. Now I'm, I'm, I'm a morally gray person on a good day, and it's been interesting to see like people of like the porn community and especially the porn community and you know models. Billy Santoro, <clears throat> maybe. Um, but to see, please feel for me. I'm in the ER with no mask on. You're on a set of a porn shoot. What the fuck are you doing, dude? My but, partner is in here with me. It's Rona season. Nobody's partner is in the emergency room with them. Uh, but it's interesting just to see how when now that that sort of environment is changing, I won't say it's going away, but it's definitely changing. And it's definitely like back maybe when I was like 12. I would notice it a lot, like, amongst my parents, like, the way my parents would treat certain people, like, a cute girl at the, the cash-out counter, and the way my dad would talk to her versus the older lady, um, you just, stuff like that, I would notice, and I'd comment on it, because, you know, I was 12, and I didn't give a fuck, um, and it's just one of those things where that whole environment is now changing because of, like, everything that's going on people are at home nobody's putting on fucking makeup for you they're at home i'm like i am uh, this is the first recording of this podcast i've done at home with actual underwear on normally <laughs> i'm just donald ducking it i'm just i'm covering the twins but the but the the beans and the franks are just flopping around so oh, like goodness. i'm like i'm at home nothing dictates when I put on pants or underwear at home, but me, um, but I'm Donald ducking it. <laughs> but my no, favorite it's, thing. It's interesting now to see how people are reacting to that environment, sort of changing. Yeah, because we're seeing a lot less of um, influencers and social media people that 
thrive on um going places and taking selfies in places and doing all these things and or at the gym and whatnot and when you're in places where the gyms are closed and should still be fucking closed really why are why are things open during this fucking rona that we can't seem to get under control and i get that certain places are doing better than others but still it's like peeing in the pool (laughs) just because you're on the other side of it doesn't mean that there's not contamination yeah. One of the best one of the best descriptions I ever heard like I have read about that the the whole peeing pandemic in the pool. Is, is the peeing in the pool thing because I mean until we have a unified resolve and solution to this every state doing their own thing and not essentially aside from locking down every state and their borders and not letting people travel from state to state it doesn't matter if one state's doing better yeah. If when you if you guys were to come up here right now, you're supposed to um, quarantine for two weeks, but it's on you to do that. So what what does it mean if somebody doesn't do it? It, it just it's ridiculous. Anyway, but these influencers, these people that thrive on these likes, don't have that ability right now. So we're seeing a shift in what is being popular, yeah. and the people who are doing crafts and doing puzzles and doing and making bread are the ones that are do like becoming kind of the focus of what's being shared and applauded versus the quote unquote pretty people who may or may not be morally on the better side of a grayscale. Yeah. Cause I don't think honestly there's anybody that's at one end or, or the other because everybody, even if you are reprehensible, there's probably things that you've done that are decent in your life at some point in time to not make it completely one way. And the people that are the most pious probably have done things that are bad that don't put them all the way at that end of the spectrum. So, yeah. But, okay. That's my hot take on it. <laughs> and it is sizzling. All right, listeners, if you've enjoyed this or any of the other content that Flame On provides for you, why not head over to flameonshow.com and follow us on your favorite social media platform. Just scroll to the bottom, and you'll be able to click on those chiclets and follow us on the platform of your choice. Flame On is listener-funded entertainment, so if you would like to help support us in making these shows for you, head on over to patreon.com forward slash flameonshow, where you can subscribe at any of the four levels that we offer. There's great content for you up there and more new content coming very soon. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash flame on show today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So, Josh, what is now... I'm going to ask you this question, knowing full well that there might be a certain somebody listening. (laughs) Now, (laughs) you can just describe him to save face. Um, However, uh, what would be your, and this is, this is, there's no personality in it. We've literally, we've got life clay. So most of the guys that we've both, uh, we've all been involved with. (laughs) <laughs> no personality involved in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that was shade, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> I didn't say currently. I'm just saying, you know, most of the guys that we've been involved with. Um, you're on Themyscira. You're, you're crafting your, your male Amazonian. What is the perfect, the, the perfect man that you are building right now? I got what I got. Um, <laughs> um, no, what I got, what I got is great. I, I, I very much enjoy what I got. No complaints. Um, if I all right, now press pause and let's hear the real truth. If I well, no, he can hear because I I've talked about it. Um, basically, I would take David Harbor, but with a little bit more chest hair, and. Uh, that's about it. So just oh, David I'm, David Harbour. Apparently I'm still apparently he's back on social media and I'm still following him. <laughs> I literally opened up my Instagram and it's the first thing on there. Is the is the video being shared anywhere? Oh, I don't know, but I, I love it. I just went to his profile to unfollow him because whatever, goodbye. And it's America's favorite bear model. <laughs> Let me see if I can find that video. I'm so sorry. That was the old me. I don't do. I don't feel that way anymore. <laughs> so, so David Harbour with just some extra extra fur. Yeah. Okay. It's great Very uh, yeah. Simple. I like everything that was uh, featured in season three of Stranger Things. I like what I saw. Yeah. Just throw a little extra hair on it, and I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> now, um. What, uh, now have you ever let any of the hot guys get away with anything or have you, have you bought them like maybe an extra shot or two been like, Oh, look, there's an extra frozen froyo in here. Why don't you just have it? Oh, it's your favorite. I didn't know. So I'm not sure how this is about to come out. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, I've never really been in much of a position to, like, give something away or include a little extra something-something with a guy I felt that was attractive. Um, I guess the closest... That's not what I read on the bathroom wall. (laughs) I guess the closest was when I was working at Moe's, and I... 
didn't put a sticker on this guy's burrito because he wanted extra meat. I was like, mm, yes, he did. Okay. Um, so that was really about it. Um, but let's be honest. I have made a lot of exceptions to the guys I have dated. Uh, none of which were actually that hot to, to get the pass. They were not hot enough to get the pass or the exception except for one. Um, but there really wasn't much to excuse or like, um, you know, bypass. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So the, the guys that I've dated in the past were shitty dudes. And I decided to look the other way when either a, they were like texting other guys or one case I had a, a we had a mutual ex and they were still like sexting. And I found out, um, and I, I, uh, looked past it and said, well, let's, I guess, focus moving forward. But then, uh, actually, yeah, those are pretty much the situations that I've managed to excuse. And like I said, neither one of them were hot enough to, to validate that pass. Um, well, hindsight's twenty twenty now, but like at the time, yeah. did you, were you like, ah, he's hot. I'll just, I'll just give it, he, he, I, he gets a strike. I thought like they were both at the time. I thought they were cute. I definitely thought that I was kind of slumming it, uh, um, okay. a little bit. <laughs> but I uh, hey, know your worth, shit. Like, and see now, when I was younger, I think a part of it was it was so rare that I found someone that I kind of crushed or liked and that liked me back, or that I was attracted to that was attracted to me back. So. The second one, the one that I was <clears throat> mainly referencing, definitely not my type at all. Skinnier, hairless, uh, looked like they kind of came from the crack house side of the train tracks. Um, <laughs> but um, I'm I'm starting to think you're problematic. <laughs> <laughs> Why? No, the fact that he doesn't have a, hardly any stories about him making exceptions for other guys means he's the one. <laughs> That all the guys have let get away with shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. I know you. Know, but <laughs> I mean, actually, ha- I was gonna say has has that happened for you before though? Where I've got passes, where or you, free or shit? either passes or free shit because you, you're cute. Oh, I've got uh, yeah, I got free shit. Oh. I got like, <laughs> um, I've gotten a few free drinks um, here and there. I've gotten. Uh, I'm trying to think of, I, I bought something and, or no, I ordered extra something from a couple different places. I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. I was like, oh, really? Well, here's the tip then. Um, <laughs> so. I ordered the lobster, Danny. Um, here's the tip. But yeah, uh, I, I, now granted it hasn't happened like a whole lot, but yeah. I've, I've had a few times where I've gotten either a discount on something um, or I may have gotten like a little extra something, something or some free drinks or something like that. So, okay. I mean, I'm adorable. So, I mean, that's not necessarily out of the realm of possibility. And uh, humble. This, this so bitch humble. is far too confident to be doing these episodes with us. 
Listen, I, I so I'm at a point in my life where I definitely know uh, I'm prime beef. It may be a little fattier than, you know, the high-end stuff, but... That's where all the flavor is, though. But it's, exactly, it's still got plenty of flavor, and it's it's still very likable, you know? You you don't walk away with a complaint and go, you know what, that, that beef was meh. That, you know, you walk away and you say, that beef was delicious. <laughs> I feel like the three of us are the fates, and, like... <laughs> And like he's the what is that the the spring fate or the young, <laughs> whoever the youngest one is there's the younger one there's like autumn and then there's there's like winter he's like oh. spring oh <laughs> so <laughs> okay all right well there we go we got somebody from the other side of the tracks he gets he gets uh, occasionally. Uh, Free dinner. Look at you. So young. Full of life. Enjoy your free drinks while they're still coming. Oh, I don't get them anymore. So. <laughs> One day you'll look just like me. Um <laughs> I, I guess I guess to some my beef came a little became a little bit of a jerky. So <laughs> a little dried out. Yeah, it all became <laughs> Not as desirable. Like dried out in the end. That's why you gotta moisturize. Um, moisturize me. Um, so it's weird because I don't know when I started doing this, but when I was, so like when I was growing up and I would see this kind of disparity between like pretty people and like normal people, because my parents, they were fucking gorgeous. Like my dad was uh, I think I have a picture of him from when he was in college and when I tell you the thirst messages I got asking about that hot dude I posted on Father's Day I'm like that's my fucking father and they're like oh he doesn't look like that anymore and I'm like this is what it looks like now and they're like oh that's even better and I'm just like okay all right um and my uh mom 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 was that my mother was that girl in school who was like perfect grades looked amazing all that bullshit um my my uh, her siblings like to uh throw some shade at her about that um so growing up i kind of never really had that whole like oh yeah you know you're pretty because my parents were like well we're pretty so you and kelsey are obviously pretty and i'm just like bitch no the fuck i'm not what the hell um so it was it was weird because I don't think I was ever in a situation where like I had the power to give people stuff. Like I worked in a restaurant, but I was like a busboy. All I could do was tell them like when the hot girl worked during the week. So it really wasn't ever like a situation where I could be like you know, here's some extra fries. Here's I'm I'm gonna eat some goddamn fries tonight. I don't know why I keep talking about them. Um, some fried <laughs> food is happening, um, but it was. I think I somebody bought a drink for me, but it wasn't really because he found me attractive. It was more the fact that he did it because, 
like, I, like, we were really good friends. And it was my first, it was like the second bar I'd ever gone to in my life. And all we did was sit there, talk shit about people, and play, um, ping pong, uh, not ping pong, uh, we played, uh, pinball. So, um, for me, I've always had a massive distrust I think it was around, it was around college when I was kind of out on my own. I didn't have a ton of friends and college is where like everybody's hypersexual. Everybody's like free from home. So they're just kind of running wild. And it was one of those things where like, I don't even think people were paying attention to how people looked when they would have sex with them. So, because <laughs> there would be there would be dudes apparently that would call one of the dorm halls, which I don't know if it was the gay dorm hall. It's just that's the one people dudes would call, and they would like, "What are you doing tonight?" And I'm like, "What? What? What am I doing tonight?" And they're just <laughs> like, "You know what you're doing tonight?" And I'm like, "My my homework." Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye, and I'll just hang up. And then like a year later, one of my old college friends was like. Dude, if you wanted some dick, you just gave him your room number. He would show up. I'm like, what? So, and then, of course, I'd just wait by the phone. <laughs> Why does nobody tell you about those things beforehand? Why is it always afterwards? I don't know, but that's some bullshit. Listen, if you know me and we're friends and we hang out, you need to tell me this bullshit before it happens. <laughs> anyway, um, but, uh, yeah, no, it was somewhere around college where it's like the better looking somebody was the more I'm, I was, I was kind of a hard ass to them. And along the way, it's weird because I learned how to forge meaningful relationships. Like not, I learned how to forge meaningful relationships without the dating or romantic relationship portion of it. So really... I never had a sense of like, like, oh, that person's hot. Let me get them something. So I didn't really have like a, I mean, I would, my friends that I thought were super hot, I would look at them and be like, hey, let me buy you a Coke. And they're like, sure. What do we have to do for it? I'm like, nothing. And I give it to them. And then as they're walking away and I'm like, you've already been doing it this whole time, baby. Um, I saw you changed in front of me the other day. Here you go, sweetie. You know, smack him on the ass and be like, here's a little something for daddy. Um, but, but that's because I'm friends with them. Like I usually the, the perks come from the fact that I know them. So a lot of that sort of thing only comes after I get to know a person which feels backwards in how people do, at least I don't know how people are doing it now because we're all fucking locked inside, but, um, but the way people do it now versus how I've always seen people do it is that people, oh, I find you attractive. Let's grab a drink. Let's go on a date. Let's hang out and let's fucking stuff. But, and then if you get into a relationship, there's always a point I've noticed with relationships where you hit that wall where either you make that jump into like, it's the let's talk about us conversation that I've witnessed a lot of friends have because they weren't paying attention to where I was and I just sat in the room quietly. Um, 
but it's like for for years, years and years and years, it's like you meet somebody you find attractive, you do the dating thing, favors, whatever, hang out, you become friends with this romantic overtone, and then you move on to like a long-term relationship thing or marriage or whatever the hell it is people do once they get tired of fucking um (laughs) and um and for me that's where i see people become like oh we are now you're my best friend like you're not only the person that like i cook and hang out with most of my time and whose butt i also eat but Mm -hmm. like you're the one that heard me fart the other day and made a joke about it you're the one that saw me cry you're and it feels like I go in reverse. I become that friend. And it's like, I just skip the romantic step. So it's weird when somebody's like, are you going to buy that guy a drink? And I'm like, fuck, I am. I got $40 in my pocket. And I'm going to get schnocked. You better say hi. Like, I don't know him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... um. As far as the perfect man, it's weird because 10 years ago, I would have said Grizzly Adams Um, or uh, literally any of the contestants in the Strongman tournament. That was that was my awakening was the Strongman competitions 2 a.m. Yours were were that. Mine was American Gladiators. Ooh. See now, mine isn't so. As now, I'm, it's me. <laughs> now, now that I've grown, I don't know what I would do to you. Oh, I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't, like, well, no, it's one. <laughs> I'm gonna no, string it's... you up with my car and drive you across the road into a empty field you're going in the bad boy basement um <laughs> and then let the cows the one over. Face. um no for the longest time it was it was it started out like like pat it was you know generally older bearish guys um and then there was a phase where it was like it was like an extreme it wasn't just like older bearish guys it was like some dude in his 50s who i couldn't tell was wearing a shirt who wasn't wearing a shirt like it it became this weird weird thing where i only liked extremes um and now i don't really have much of a type which i don't know is a good thing or bad thing because finding just about everybody attractive is exhausting emotionally and mentally jesus it's exhausting I would agree with that, but I think not having a type can be kind of a good thing because you have more options. You're not necessarily limiting yourself. You would think that. Um, you would think <laughs> that very much. Um, but uh, no, I would say so. I'll have to go. I'll go in the the animal terms. So as far as twinks, um, yeah, I'm good. They have that. They have to have like a little bit of a treasure trail, like. They can be hairless, but if they have like just a little bit of a treasure trail, I don't know. That to me is hotter than them having lots of body hair. You're like, there's this little, this little forest of joy just right there. Well, I mean, you um, gotta find, you gotta have something to lead you to the way to the, the carrot. 
I gotta have a flavor saver. Jeez. Um, Girl, if you need a if you need a map to find where the carrot is, then that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Me personally, um, I like Velcro, so I like that yeah, Velcro no, action. And then and and when you get into the Otter Boys, it's I like Velcro. Like I I like that I could just move their hair around their waist area and people just think they're wearing like a Wookiee outfit and they're not actually naked. <laughs> like like I love that. If I'm if I'm picking their hair out of my teeth, I know I've done it right. So <laughs> um when you get into the wolves, yes. <laughs> I, they don't even really have to have a specific look. BJ's um, all about uh, oral hygiene, so he loves to floss. Yes, I do like I do like nice teeth. Um, I do I do like I'd say grooming, but that's not really like a look thing, because I like some guys. There, I have a friend who literally just kind of stopped grooming his beard and his hair, and now I'm like. I can't visit you now because I'm going to be crawling all over you the entire time. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, picking, no, picking fleas out of his hair. And... <laughs> right? Just like... Um, yeah. So I pretty much, I mean, as far as like body type and everything, the, what I, what I dream of when the, uh, when it's raining and cold outside and I've stacked my pillows in the shape of a man that I'm cuddling <laughs> with. Um, I would say it's probably somebody around my age, um, like no more than like maybe three or four years older than me, but somebody around my age, um, maybe taller and super hairy. They don't even really have to have much in the way of muscles or padding. It's, that's kind of it. I like a beard. Flavor saver. So... So but, yeah, I'm not... <laughs> but I'm not I'm not super picky, so like coming up with like the perfect amalgam would pretty much just look like a whole bunch of hairy versions of like the strongman competition, every division. So the lightweight to the heavyweight, and you got me. You just want to be picked up and tossed around. I do. I really do. Nothing wrong with that. So and I and I like to do the tossing, so it's a pancake's not done until it's been flipped on both sides. So. <laughs> I found that over the years, um, my type tends to change like a little bit. Um, it, it has a lot of commonalities. Like there's usually always a beard and most often always chest hair. But um, aside from that, the rest of it kind of fluctuates a little bit. <clears throat> so that's been kind of interesting uh, for me. But uh and I think that's healthy. I think it's healthy to have the the things that you that get your motor running that that make you that make you pull a, a Friday damn sort of <laughs> sort of moment. I think it's good to have at least a handful of people that like you look back and you're like, hmm, they weren't anything like the one I'm stupid now. So I do I do say uh, I do notice that I I do upgrade over the years. So looking back at my my first uh, boys, I'm like, mm. <laughs> sorry for the science, everybody. My jaw had just hit the floor because Pat decided to be shitty. <laughs> Pat gave a. Meh. 
I'm I'm gonna sh- I'll, I'll show y'all a timeline of the guys I've dated. <laughs> I mean, it's there's definitely a, a massive upgrade from uh, last one to uh, most recent one. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> you were just talking about that one, weren't you? No. Oh, that's not. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no, he he was way too emotionally available. <laughs> um, oh god, no. you sound like you sound like my sister. But no, thanks guys. This is this is great. This is fun. I learned so much. Yeah, I've learned that I haven't lived at all. That that's the point. This topic sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and to uh, put a little cap on this before we sign off completely, yes, that live video is still on that. Uh, person's Instagram and the comments are hysterical. I'll when you go get check called, when you get called out and karma comes right back around and kicks you in the ass, it's always a fun thing. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, dear listeners. It has been a fantastic time opening ourselves up to all of you in this time of the Rona 2020. Rona, well, as long as something's being opened up, right? Coronavirus. <laughs> We will be back in two weeks with another roundup edition of Flame On. So until then, Mabioch. Have a good night and enjoy that bowl of rice arona. <laughs> oh, boo. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.